it is. What's up? Got you mid work. Uh, still clocked in at ten or eleven oh five p.m. Uh, podcast in the cut. So I just had an epiphany, dude. This is gonna be a short episode, and this. I mean, like, <laughs> I know a lot of these episodes like aren't even really episodes per se. Just like fragments of thoughts that I just shit out and post on my uh, uh, Anchor.fm account, Black Bill Burr. Um, but like. Who gives a shit, right? Like, I mean, like, if you're entertaining, which I feel like at least the concepts that I think of are entertaining. Now, whether or not my execution of them is, you can argue, I suppose. But I think that it, it's worthwhile. If you don't, you, the viewer, don't think so, you know, hit me up somehow. You know, I got the um, got the, the voice messages. You know, I got the usually social media is in the description. Sometimes it's not because I'm lazy, but, you know, usually they are. Um, you know, I got ways of contacting if you want to tell me that I should not be doing like six minute uh, soliloquies on, on nonsensical thoughts that I just keep in my fucking head. But I think this is a good one. So, again, some fucking dudes on Twitter. Like, it's not really that many people. It's like 3,000 people that like this tweet. But it's essentially a tweet where some K pop uh, moron, and I think most K pop fans are morons. I'm not saying all, because a lot of them do just enjoy the music they are very young and they want to connect with like-minded people and they want to try to connect to the actual they want they pretty much want to become a fixture of the life of those k-pop artists and k-pop figures are more i guess personable than your average artist from the states so i guess i see why they kind of feel like they can express more or just let shit fly out their mouth more but a great majority of them on the internet at least specifically on twitter are f- fucking stupid so going on from there uh one of them i guess found out about let me see pull it back up i think it's is it as no it's not it's, it's goblin tron cat yeah tron cat is one of the bigger songs off of goblin obviously and uh yeah 2.4 likes 3.4 uh hundred retweets and these are lyrics that she uh screenshotted I, f- I think this is a female i think it's just her with somebody that's more attractive to profile picture yep yep a fucking bot basically um i fuck bitches with no permission tend to hate shit rape a pregnant <laughs> that's one of the fucking funniest parts <laughs> it's not funny but like here, here's what they do like the thing about Tyler, like, bastarding Goblin Tyler specifically, this is some, a little bit of the, the kind of shock value bars on Wolf and Cherry Bomb, but primarily these two, is that it's not like people enjoy it because they enjoy the notion of him raping a pregnant woman and telling his friends he had a threesome. It's just a such off-the-wall shit that was so fresh at that moment. Like, horrorcore, as, as a mainstream art, was pretty much, like, dead for, like, quite a while. Um... And he brought that to the front at like 17, 18, like these fucking crazy bars that like pretty much nobody else was thinking about. Like nobody else was in the mainstream. When close to the like top of the underground was really putting out bars and there's just this and he's entertaining. Like he's an entertaining human being. Um and you know, Tyler sipped swiftly Oh, Fish. I, I don't really listen to Fish too much. Uh, Tyler swiftly slips his dick inside of Taylor Swift's slit. Round trip in that pussy. Here comes the ticket. That, I mean, that, like, from a rapping perspective, what also 
made him Tyler, made him an Earl so impressive is that they were saying this shit and like from a lyrical perspective, a really like progressive way for like I think Tyler was like 21, 20 ish when Goblin came out, and I think Earl was like 17, something like that, 17, 18. Um he's best under 20, he was best under 20 for so fucking long, dude. These dudes like young as fuck, like come off of this crazy ass, like be top tier lyricism for most of the mainstream contemporaries of that time period. And they're just, just doing this shit for like albums and songs and songs. I don't think I need to read anymore. Now, let me say, let me say this shit right here. Thank God I haven't found about Bastard yet because Bastard was like, like Goblin kind of tried to center more around it, striking down that theme and getting it down pat. Kind of having more of a studio quality because it was a studio album. And all the shit that goes to making a quality studio project. And trying to really highlight that over just being as fucking insane as possible. Which Bastard is raw. Like Bastard, if they, they haven't found out about Ass Milk yet. Uh, I think Sarah would be pretty cancelable. If that's a word, cancelable. There's a lot of shit that's bad on Goblin, but I think Bastard has some pretty special lines too. I don't want to read them, but <laughs> if you just look at the bars that this dude was saying on Ass Smoke, which is one of my favorite songs of all time, if not my favorite. Your whole game would be diminished. Bunch got the Brady's in it. Spit sick shit like I'm still alive, got the rabies in it. Fuck rap, I'll be a lame sucking the tennis daughter. Leave my house with a new stomach and a baby in it. <laughs> Took karate, mom and told me Tyler toughened up. Rihanna haircut, somebody told Chris Brown to fuck me up. Had to tell the bitch, man, it's not a guy to learn her. I'll beat the fuck out of you, anonymous Ike Turner. <laughs> I mean, his rapping ability was just fucking insane at that period of time, dude. I, I guess, I, I think what, and I mean, here, I mean, literally one of the bars that he said fucking, t- like, what, a week ago now? Two weeks ago? A week ago? Internet breaking old shit, old lyrics of like a hot this shit. I mean, he literally said this a week ago. Why the fuck do these idiots keep on, like, bringing, try to cancel him from his old shit? He's not going to get canceled. These fucking three-year-olds on this platform are so fuck. Like, well, here's the worst part. They're just so fucking stupid. They're, they're doing the same shit that another of them did a month ago, a half a year ago, a year ago. Like, it's, Tyler, they try to cancel this dude for, like, fucking 18 times. This motherfucker got banned from a country. He lost a sponsorship deal because a fucking, at the time, kind of major black figure on the internet put out this dude's basically being a fucking, like, kind of racist, self-racist coon. I mean, this dude has gotten, quote-unquote, canceled in ways that are way bigger than some fucking eight-year-old on Twitter that just found out about Goblin because shit came on they were fucking embryo or fucking... Uh, what what's before embryo? Anyway, a sperm cell, a fucking an egg. They were an egg when Goblin came out. I don't understand why they wouldn't have an opinion on shit that came out before them, just because the guy's relevant now. Like, imagine being like a fucking I don't know, a fourteen-year-old Eminem fan in on Kamikaze when he called like Tyler uh an elf. And like you, you, you think like, oh shit, man, this dude, this is a pretty raw take. I wonder if he has anything raw or raw than this. And you find out about like fucking uh, bitch please or or Kim or like the line about Columbine and um, uh, I'm back. Like I mean, 
like, <laughs> the shit came out when you were like negative seven years old and you didn't even get mad. And people, I mean, Eminem like knew it. Literally, has like never gotten the same level of visceral hate that Tyler has gotten over some of his lyrics. Like Eminem did in the early two thousands, but it's like he always had like enough poppy shit that I think it always kind of basically gave him a veil and him being white I think also helped because I mean he's kind of thought of like more similar to rock figures and generally speaking rock figures when they say crazy shit they don't get cancelled more often than not so it's like he kind of got the veil he got like two veils of protection basically and then having the aftermath media machine protecting him also helped quite a bit um so many different things went Eminem's way to where he didn't get cancelled like but Tyler had pretty much none of those things other than being this kind of centerpiece for a then very young culture that pretty much kept on pushing him through the hate. Pretty much the hate kind of pushed him forward, which also helped Essence Tatacion to some degree. But Essence Tatacion had like real life issues that kind of didn't allow him to, you know, be that motherfucker like uh, Odd Feature Cats. But I still let it say, because I mean, this really is important, but I still let to say that I finally understand why we didn't get bastard on uh, streaming services. Because, I mean, it's just what people do. Like, pe- people put their old tapes nowadays on streaming services. I think, oh, shit. It's the middle of 2011 or 2021. And ASAP Rocket has put Live Love ASAP on Spotify yet. That's crazy. I didn't know about it. Well, hold on. That came out. That's, that's already had its two-year, ten-year anniversary. Holy shit. Because this is the one I was looking for other than Bastard. And this came out in 2011. October 31st. Okay, so we still got time. Okay, okay, okay. I think I think I'll put it on there. It shouldn't be that hard to clear. I mean, he might have to clear... Um, actually, the clearing the clearing process, from what I understand, is a lot easier than it used to be. Because Rob Banks is clearing like fucking Aaliyah samples. So I think it's easier than it used to be. But I am very interested to see how the how the uh, process goes for like clearing Space Ghost Perps features on there. I think he has one feature. I want to say he produced a song on here that may or may not have made it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, Cleanser Tino, ASAP Tide Beats. Uh, ASAP Tide Beats. That should be pretty easy. Uh, Beautiful Lou. Beautiful Lou produces. Wow, okay. Um, That's crazy. Beautiful Lou. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I mean, SGP does Keep It G, and he features on Keep It G. He's going to clear that beat with Perp. I'm very interested to see if he's able to do that. But, um, I mean, this should get put on there. I know Cole is putting shit on there. Um, Chance did... I think Mac Miller put a couple in there before he passed away. I it it's just I, it was it blew my mind that he didn't. And then when I think about it, it's like Bastard has some shit that's it's lower hanging fruit. Like it may not be as as uh I don't know, I don't know out there as goblin, but like it's more blunt. Like I think he tried to do a little bit more addressing on some of the crazy bars on Goblin, but Bastard, like, pretty, pretty low-hanging fruit in terms of canceling somebody. I, I understand, you know, it's a business decision, right? Like, you gotta look at your money. This would have been 2019, which is the same year 
that his then magnum opus, the album that pretty much broke him out of kind of the lane that he was. I think I think the uh, Flower Boy did a good job of kind of putting him out there and into a different lane. But I think Igor pretty much opened the world up to Tyler. I I can't I couldn't see at the time. I didn't try to see it, but if I did, I wouldn't be able to see how he could do that and then say, okay, well, I have this flowery ass, you know, soft, almost like not even a rap project that I did so much on that kind of gave me some of these, you know, orchestral vibes and, you know, class, not classical, but like a conductor type of sense. And then you say, okay, well, I made this tape that like mentions me like, you know, fucking like, like raping women and all that shit. It, it would have been, it would have been a bad look from a maturity perspective, a PR perspective. And then the fact Tyler just does not really like those products that very much. Like he doesn't like going back to those products very much. And you can tell it in a thousand different interviews, a thousand different ways, but he does not enjoy going back to those projects. So, I mean, that's fine. I mean, like if he doesn't, he doesn't, but like, I, it just actually just like epiphany to me. Why? he felt the way he feels about that. And let's not say like I co-sign that, that doesn't matter. I don't co-sign making sexual harassment like jokes or like lyrics and all that. Like, it's not something I, I co-sign but I would be lying if I said I didn't like thoroughly enjoy Bastard in every single way back when I was a kid and I still have very good memories of it to this day. I mean it's just a very, like, from a rapping perspective Fuck everything else. From a rapping perspective, that's a very impressive album. And it still is a very impressive album because of just the simple fact that he was that young doing some of the shit on there. Some of the producing chops he had on that project back when he kind of allowed himself to sample were also very impressive. Back when Tyler sampled, I mean, I'm glad he went back to sampling. Um, holy shit, I need to log out. Holy fuck, do I need to log out so bad? Wait, what the fuck happened? Did I not sign out? Oh, I didn't sign out. Oh, shit. Yo, let me. Oh my God, dude, I fucked up so bad. I I forgot to sign out. Oh my God, dude. Yo, I forgot to sign out. Whoa, whoa, I need to sign out. I heard to sign out last night. Holy shit. Yo, clock, 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 clock. Check my time. Yo, all right, yeah, I'm done here. Uh, hope you all enjoyed this. Holy fuck, I can't believe I forgot to sign out. Dude, that's fucking cool. Wow. All right, so I'll talk to y'all later.